Welcome to the Social Selling and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In this episode of the Social Selling and Tech Show, we are joined by Michael Locke, CEO at Aviso. Increasing numbers of sales and sales operations teams leverage tools such as Aviso's technology and AI-powered insights to deliver more accurate forecasts, keep deals moving through the pipeline, and focus on the right deals to drive revenue. We will explore how AI and predictive forecasting is helping salespeople to get a better handle of their sales leads funnel. Michael Locke, welcome to the Social Selling and Tech Show. Hey, Bill. Thanks very much for having me. Today, we are talking about a wonderful and complex topic of AI and predictive forecasting. To start with, why ditch the spreadsheets? How can sales forecasting tech help achieve better results? Sales forecasting is uh, integral and important to business results in two ways. First, it's very important that everybody knows that you build a sales forecast so that you can communicate both outside the company and inside the company about what the results are likely to be. Most people use a sales forecast to inform their investors, the the rest of their uh, community, their board of directors, their executive team about how things are going to look. Inside the company, it's used across the whole company then to figure out what you should be doing. Without a proper sales forecast, your external stakeholders can get out of alignment with you. And if you're a public company, that can bring bad results. And your internal stakeholders can get very much out of alignment. The more important area on how sales forecasting produces better results is it actually helps you improve. The problem most often is without proper sales forecasting, you don't realize till the end of the month, the end of the quarter, the end of the year, that results are going to be different than what you expected. And then you're not taking any actions to improve them. So proper sales forecasting, where you identify gaps in what's happening in the business, allow you to take action and actually improve the results to do that. So that it's the second part there that's actually the most important uh, that's there that people forget about. And that's why sales forecasting is such a an important topic for most business executives. Is it best suited to particular types of companies such as fast growth organizations? First of all, the, being excellent at sales forecasting is important to all, you know, to all companies. And uh, that doesn't companies in a particular industry or in um, in high growth or in in, uh, in low growth. In the past, we used to have businesses that were much more predictable. Oh, well, they, you know, we, we we have a business and we take GDP and we move it up. And we're, if, if the economy grows by 2%, we're going to grow 2%. In today's uh, uh, fast-changed uh, world, there are almost no businesses that are highly predictable in the old way that they were. And so the the use of modern technologies, big data, AI, machine learning are going to be necessary in order to help the, the business predict where it's going. It is widely uh, applicable. We've only started at technology companies because I figured if we can't talk technology companies into using big data and AI in sales, then we're not going to be able to talk manufacturing companies into it. But I, I believe that sales forecasting is applicable across a wide set of industries, and it's going to be needed in the future. Whether you're uh, whether you're a manufacturer, a high tech, whether your whether your sales model is lots of transactions, or whether your sales model is very few transactions, all those things are going to need proper sales forecasting, and of course, powered by technology. How can sales forecasting tools help prevent leads falling through the cracks? A particular tool starts with sales forecasting and then applies AI across both pipeline and and deal review. We can look across the entire number of deals you have within your pipeline. And we can say, not only what is the average sales cycle length, we can say, 
in stage three, it takes this long. Or in stage one, since we're talking about sales leads, it usually takes us eight days to get it uh, out from stage one to stage two. And our technology will then identify and say, wait a second, this one is taking 15 days to get out of stage, to get out of, out of uh, stage one. And therefore, something's going on. Are we not calling them back? Are we not, are we not providing the proper information to the prospect to do that? And that's really across the entire sales cycle. On the other end of the cycle, if you're at, if you're at stage six where you're negotiating the contract, if that is taking longer than what is normal, then AI and machine learning technologies, along with big data, can identify that, bring that to the attention of sales uh, management and sales leadership, and action can be taken so that things don't fall through the crack, not only at the lead, lead stage, but at any stage uh, in the entire sales process. Can you paint a bit of a picture of the sales results in companies which combine the use of CRMs with big data, with AI, and with machine learning algorithms? Yeah, let me, let me first start with, uh, to paint that picture, to talk about how it's generally done today without big data and artificial intelligence. Most companies by now have installed a CRM system. And uh, what that CRM system does, it tells you, it's much better than when we didn't have uh, CRM systems, it tells you what is happening with the deals, with the pipeline, with the sales at a single point in time. And so you can look at a sales manager can uh, go into it or a sales rep or a sales leader can go in and say, hey, this deal is in is this large in this stage at this close date at this time. The problem with CRM technology is that it doesn't tell you what it looked like last week or the week before or last month. And so you're, you're left with human memory going, geez, I wonder, I think I remember it being like this way. And so what people do is they create a separate database. And oh boy, that separate database, unbelievably, is generally an Excel spreadsheet. And they put the history of the deal or the pipeline uh, in there. And people then are stuck um, looking at these two disconnected systems and neither of them is providing the spreadsheet doesn't provide the level of detail that's necessary in order to take uh you know take action and the CRM system doesn't provide the the historical view of uh of this or what we call a time series view of what's happening in this in order to make that happen so what our system is doing is that we are we're making that one thing we actually take a snapshot of the CRM every every 15 minutes we put it in a huge cloud based database we then run artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms against that to predict, the computer helps predict what the aggregate forecast should be, as well as what the forecast is at every business unit level, every business segment level, every product level, every rep level. It's a much more comprehensive way for you to look at your sales, for, uh, at your sales forecast. Then we take, but we're not, we're not completely relying on the computer, the, the, the robotic aspect of this. We take a machine learning forecast and we combine that with a human being forecast, the traditional rep manager forecast. We compare those two things and we allow then the computer and the humans to kind of shake hands and say, here's a set of data points. Let's figure out what's happening with the, with the business. Let's figure out what our sales forecast would be. And also let's figure out what we need to be doing uh, with the pipeline. Okay, so let's imagine uh, salespeople are using big data, they're using machine learning, they get it, they're, they're running on all cylinders, they're, they're closing more deals. But wait, what about, what, what about those gaps where uh, the leads could maybe drip through and, and be lost? 
can predictive forecasting help to identify those gaps in your sales processes and, and the leads funnel? Absolutely. What we have done is we built this very large time series database so we can see how the how the deals over time. So we're tracking, hey, how long does it take to get from stage one to stage two, from stage three to stage four? We're tracking whether the deal is, you know, what what is the size of the deal? What happened with the close date? We're tracking we're tracking every field and at and deal attribute that a customer has in their CRM. So we're able to track, hey, what is the I'll give you two good examples here. Uh, we you know, most customers set up a field that says who is the competitor on this deal? Uh, another example would be they set up a field to say what's the ins- current installed solution that they uh, that those have. Those are often highly predictive about whether that deal is going to close, how much it's going to close for, how fast it will go. Um, yes, and yet we tend not to have a good read on those in the way we do uh, pipeline analysis, pipeline management, and forecasting. Uh, you know, forecasting today. So by looking at every attribute that exists in the CRM. We're able to then tell people in a very factual way what are the things that are most important to and, and what's the deal most likely to close based off historical historical data. And uh, that is a really big step forward. And customers are often somewhat surprised by what the factors are that contribute to a closed sale. We're coming towards the end of this particular interview, Michael. Before we wrap things up, just one last question. To recap, what can machine learning models tell us about the quality of the pipeline to reach their goals for yep. the next three, six, or 12 months? I think that's a, a really good question to, uh, you know, to, to wrap up on. So traditionally, we've had a decent set of tools that will tell you about, pipe, about pipeline quantity. You can look almost at any time into, a, into your salesforce.com or Microsoft Dynamics system and say, how good is my, uh, is my pipeline? What traditional systems are not good at is telling what's the quality of that, that look like. So um, what, our, what machine learning systems like Avisos do is we say, these are the elements in a deal that make it a good deal. And how many of those deals do you have? If you have a bunch of deals which are against your toughest competitor, you know, those are of lower quality than if the ones that are against your weakest competitor. If you have a whole bunch of, uh, of deals that are in, let's just say, a certain industry, you know, say, hey, you're really good at selling to banking, but most of the deals you have in, your, in, the, in the pipeline are in healthcare, then you realize the quality based off the historical patterns of what's closed in the past is, per, is potentially not as good. Big data should actually, one of, one of the most important things that big data machine learning could do is it can actually help you figure out what quality is in the pipeline? What is most likely to close? And do I have enough of those deals in my pipeline actually to make my number? Having a bunch of deals in the, in the, in the pipeline that are not likely to close is actually the worst possible thing you can have. It means you're going to spend a lot of time and resource selling to people who are not going to buy. And what we need sometimes is more concise pipelines, more focused pipelines in industries against competitors within install bases, which we're more likely to close. So focusing on quality, um, machine learning, big data is going to be a lot better than human judgment or, you know, going by the seat of the pants, which is what we've been doing for the last 25 years. And that's a great note to finish on, ladies and gentlemen. No longer is there an excuse to go by the seat of your pants. Michael Locke, thank you very much for being the guest today. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Social Selling and Tech Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.